0: lifepodcasts.fm This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. People are reshaping the mindset of the masses. Africa State of Mind.
1: It's not often that I get deep and pull out scriptures when it comes to introducing one of my guests on Africa State of Mind. But this time around, it couldn't be avoided. The scripture that keeps coming to my mind over and over again with regards to him is, Your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. I think if you allow me to have some poetic license, I'd like to add to that and say, Not only has he been brought before great men, but he also has become a great man that people want to be around. He is literally your uh, your favorite artists, favorite artists and sees his calling as bringing joy to people. He's just about the music and has a unique ability to bring people across races and cultures into the same place, dancing to the same beat because his music is solistic. Better known to everybody as Black Coffee, Nutty is a household name and I'm so privileged and excited to have him as a guest on Africa State of Mind. Black Coffee, Welcome! <laughs> <laughs> I am just like, how are you doing? It's oh, so good to see I'm you. so
0: emotional. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, oh, my gosh. Thank you for
1: having me. No, thank you for being here. So, first of all, I mean, like, I literally just have to say congratulations. I know that I'm sure you get that all the time, but it's like your journey has been long, yes, you know? Sure. So, congratulations. You know, you know, you know. Now, I remember back in the day, YFAM, I don't know, in YMAG, there was an article, and I keep on seeing the image. I don't know if you remember the article. with It had you as Black Coffee, the bootleg king. And I can't remember if Tommy wrote it or Kabomo wrote the article. It was yeah. What a... Br- I still remember that article because it was so <laughs> iconic. And, and I remember in the article, he said something along the lines about how you're the person that everybody wants to be bootlegged by. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I, I got into trouble so much yeah. For
1: doing
0: bootlegs at the time. Yeah. And uh, I mean, YFM being YFM at the time, they were the voice of the youth. Yeah. And turned the story around into a positive thing. You yeah. know, with that line you just said now. Yeah. You know, like every artist which to be bootlegged by. Yeah. You know, um, and that was the beginning. You know, I, I just used to have, I, I took it as my way of learning dance music. Mm. I took it as my way of just learning to work with vocals and obviously couldn't work with a Tandi Somerswai, so I'll put like a song and then she'll be singing on my beat, (laughs) you know, and I'll have some pure dana singing to my beat as well. It was my way of just growing and learning to arrange the music, learning to um, make sure that the music and the vocal it was it was a way of teaching myself how to produce for vocalists yeah you know and it grew me to a to a certain level uh, and back in the day the dream wasn't to really release the music or it was just dj tools you just play this thing in a in a club where people know the song but it's different and It my it's my weapon for the night. Yeah, you know that's that's what I used to do. Yeah,
1: because I even remember when I first heard the Alicia Keys um, "In Common" remix. It literally took me back to that time. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what It was actually
0: it was (laughs) meant to like that remix. A lot of people don't understand. Uh, It sounds it sounds like that on purpose because I just felt like they just woke up to house music. Yeah, like in our way, like. And so they did this song based on, like, a a 2008 version of house music. Mm. It wasn't, like, futuristic. Yeah,
1: yep.
0: And then, so when I got an opportunity to do it, I took it back there. I was Mm. like, this song is supposed to sound like Like this, (laughs) basically. Yeah. So I just, it wasn't a big, like, let me be forward-thinking. I just went back. Yeah, it could have been on my 2009 album. Yeah, that's definitely. how it sounds like for me. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I mean, you know, when we think of house music, like South Africa, I kind of feel, and you know, I tread carefully where house music is concerned, but I kind of feel that South Africa is one of the house music capitals globally. Yeah. you know, and I mean, it only. I mean, I think from what I've heard and from what I understand, you're like not even one of the top house DJs in the world and producers. You're like the top of the top i'm getting there <laughs> you're there we can. <laughs> but it's like for you what do you think it is that's unique about um you know house music from south africa and how that translates globally because you've got people who just show up at your shows i heard yeah. the story about how diddy was like basically yeah. looking for you yeah. what you, and it's, it's always about the music what is it about house music as it pertains to south african culture that you feel that is that draws people to it
0: I think we, we as a country, just love music.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, this is one place where, like, really, almost everyone can sing. Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. (laughs) Almost everyone here can sing. And I think what we've never had was uh, opportunity Mm. and, um, like, platforms to... That's why, if you go to Soweto, there's so many big groups Um, whether it's gospel, you know, or traditional, there's just so many um, music groups in this country. And Mm. so we grow up around that. Mm. Uh, Every second person has been in a a choir, Mm. you know, that's how it is. And um, so when house music came and and how it came uh, with the compilations, it kind of like spoke to us on the same level and I, this is my view, uh, as the same level as how the R&B on Sundays here mm. sit on us, mm. you know. Um, and that's what we've kept. Uh, house music in South Africa is very musical and soulful and yeah. jazzy. And the world has gone far and came back. Mm. we still like the roots. We're still here, yeah. you know. Um, like I said, but all we need is just opportunities and Mm. being from here um even back in the day i've always felt like if you gave me a floor to perform i'm not scared Mm. and i'm sure there's a lot of young kids who Mm. who can say the same because they know their story Mm. you know that's how that's how much we love music as a country
1: yeah most definitely and and you know what i even like about just I mean, because I think it was Euphonic who made a comment about how wherever it is that you are, like you're the person who's opening doors for people. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like you have that thing. And I guess it's also in, in South African culture and African culture in general. Very like we, you take people with you.
0: Very much. You yeah. know, very much. And it's, sometimes it's not, you know, it's not even conscious. Yeah. You know, it's like where I'm from, there are guys who, some of them are even better than me yeah. in this thing. You know, and and also I'm aware that the world is the same, black coffee. Black, and I, I feel like it, there's something not real about that because yeah. I must be from my home, Yeah. you know. Where, where are you from? Where is your family? Yeah. And I know I have talented brothers and sisters, yeah. so I can't wait for the world to meet Everybody. the rest of us. And I feel like when they meet the rest of us, we can be stronger.
1: Mm.
0: I can't be just one guy who holds it down. Mm. You know, and I can bring other people on and they then we can create a scene. You know, one of the things we've, we, we've started um, is a concept called Africa's on a Jungle.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, yeah. <laughs> I know, did, but anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, Africa's on a Jungle is, is one of those things where um, every year I, I come from, I've been coming from the tour and then I'll I'll do, like, bookings as Black Coffee. And it just, I just felt like, you know, being away, I've been blessed enough to come back and do something different mm. where I can create a platform and have this series of artists mm. with me. So if you want to book me, you can't book me alone. Sure. So you book the entire stage. Yeah. And this is the Africa's on a Jungle mm. stage. And it's so beautiful to see it. Gaining traction, mm. you know, uh, festivals picking it up, and mm. you know, but that's what it's, it's about. It's about community, mm. and what I would like to see with Africa's jungle is Coachella taking it definitely as a stage, Tomorrowland taking it. But yeah. the, besides those two big ones, there's so many other festivals mm. in Europe and in America mm. where I'd like to see this thing going as a collective, mm. as a stage, and. We just plug in and we do what we know.
1: Mm. Yeah. Now, what I also love is that, you know, as you mentioned, Africa is not a jungle. You've got music is king. You've got Africa rising. You're literally like the concept king as well when it comes to music. You put it because it doesn't just happen. You know, it's like you, you have a purpose for everything. Yeah. So, so talk to us about that because Africa rising, that was, I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember, I don't know if you remember actually at the launch of the DVD where I, there were some people from Nigeria who had come come yes, to visit yes, yes, and yes, then yes, they were all like, Lee, do you know Black Coffee? I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys, I've not <laughs> seen him in like years. <laughs> so like, You know, because like literally everybody was like, how is this even happening, you know, within the continent? And that's not something you see even around the world. So there's Africa rising, music is king, Africa is not a jungle. Yeah. How do you, how do all of those different um, kind of um, products work differently?
0: i think it it starts with um the narrative you know before it it's even an, a a concert or you know a music concept you know what, what are we trying to achieve mm. and for me the is my job or i feel like one of my callings is to change the narrative about the continent mm. and but you you can't um want to change something you can't wait for other people to change it for you. Mm. It has to start with you. And these are the concepts that I'm doing um, to um, show people who we are. Mm. Because there's been so many misconceptions about yeah. who we are. So, um, Africa Rising is a show that has a 24 piece orchestra. Yeah. You know, um, the show was done in 2012 in a stadium and when europe is waking up to where i am today i always say have you seen africa rising
1: yeah
0: they like explain you know and i said no it's a concept yeah it's a concept we did in a stadium in 2012 so they're like so in 2012 you played in a stadium (laughs) because they're just waking up to black coffee now like oh your career you you're the new kid on the block
1: yeah
0: i'm like listen (laughs) <laughs> we we have been doing this thing for a while, you know, uh-huh. and we have been doing it to the highest level, we mm. know. You know, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. And Africa's in the Jungle is one of those things where mm. it's like these young producers and DJs who are so forward-thinking, mm. who understand who they are, where they come from, mm. who understand how to fuse our music with what the world know, you know. And because that's, for me, that's what it's, it's all about. And in the past, We've been too raw that they will create that world stage for us, you know, where mm. we sit in a corner. Oh,
1: yeah, the you famous know, world music. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's
0: what it is. And so even in the big festivals, there's a world music stage. Mm. So you get the big artists from this country, they will say, I'm going to perform in Copenhagen in a festival. Go, wow. Mm-hmm. But then they taken into that. Small world stage mm. you know and and I feel like we deserve to play with other kids, yeah, you know, I feel like we have what it takes to be on the main stage, mm. but we need to be aware, mm. we need to know how to blend what the world is listening to mm. to what we are, and that's the conversation, otherwise we keep being pushed to that corner, you know even even with the b t awards yeah. I mean. I'm I'm grateful I won an award yeah. and, but I I look back <clears throat> and think about how it was how excited I was at first, thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm this I was saying LA at the time
1: mm.
0: I'm gonna go to the awards, I'm gonna meet so many people, like big superstars, mm. you know. Um but then the invite says Friday.
1: Because
0: mm. yeah, Friday is for the world the, music people. Yeah. You know, it's like, get in. Um, we're going to shoot yours. Every now and then you must pretend like you're clapping and there's a lot of people. And then we'll edit it with the big one. But maybe edit you sitting next to Beyonce. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, like something like that. Oh my and it's cool that there's an award, it's here, but you just feel like, You are this unwanted kid.
1: Mm. Like you're being done a favor. You know what I mean? The award is
0: amazing, but it's like, so now I have this thing, but I feel like, is it even real? Mm. You know, like, I would like to see the awards for the people that came on Saturday and (laughs) compare, Mm, mm. you know. Um, The gesture is amazing, Mm. you know, but what we really want is just opportunities. Mm. Like everyone else we want to be on the main show, mm. you know, If and if our music is not good enough, it's okay. We go back to the drawing board like everyone else yeah. and keep getting better. But yeah. if you're going to keep us in a corner and it's, there's no one greater there, we are all, I, you sing in your language, I sing in mine, I'm using my traditional instruments, mm-hmm. we're all there, then there, there will be no growth. Mm.
1: I mean, I I think I heard in an interview where you said when people used to book you, they actually had, like, bongo drums and so forth. Oh, man.
0: That's that's where we come from. But we were very aware of what we were trying to do back in the day. And we didn't want the stereotypes. You know, I remember um, doing an interview. We had done a, a, a documentary with the resident advisor and so I was they put me on the couch on stage and they were just asking me about my country based on the movie they were just watching and one guy stood up and he said so what is it that you want to do like in the scene and my answer and this is like probably six years ago and I said I want to be number one
1: Mm.
0: and everyone freaked out Mm. you know because what are you talking about Mm. You know, yes, we are cool with you. Like, you are this guy from Africa. You know, we just saw African kids singing in the school. Yeah. that's fine. But what do you mean you want to be number mm.
1: one?
0: You know, and I said it. You know, I am like, th- that's what I want to be. Mm. That's the answering the question. Mm. You know, and it's so beautiful. Mm. At this point, I don't even care about that because I feel like I've gone beyond mm. even that sentence. What I said that night. I've gone beyond it. Definitely. You know, but I think what we deserve as, as Africans is the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. And we're not asking for them from people. We must create them ourselves. Definitely. You know, that's why I, I have mixed feelings about the movie, but I like the Wakanda movie because mm-hmm. when they show Wakanda, it's, it's not funded by an outsider it's not run by an outsider. Mm. It's it's even hidden. Mm. That's what I would love for Africa to be. Mm. Like, close our doors
1: mm.
0: and start building mm. on our own, you know, and... Um, so we can have equal equal opportunities like like everyone else
1: I mean something that you that you're that you've been working on for a long time I don't know how far it how far it is in development is I think gong box and yeah. what I like about it is that as we know you know you o- you always hear about like people who pass away you know they don't own their masters Man. musicians and we've seen it happen in the continent it happens all the time it's like the same story but and people don't seem to understand this idea of content being king like how does that work yeah. in terms of the music industry and yeah. so forth so can you break that down because i think that that's a powerful platform Tell you
0: something very very interesting i'm not even allowed to speak about it but i will convince <laughs> you um, artists big story teller my hotel Queens, and story mm. how, excuse me, he was signed to Gallo and he was big. Mm. He was big everywhere in the world. You know, my manager, who's French, knows his songs, and mm. he, the guy never traveled to Africa. Mm. Like, he knew Mashatini from there. Wow. You know, um, so the story breaks like he died with nothing and he was signed to Gallo, and, mm. you know, there's so many similar stories. And while we're working on Gongbox <clears throat> and we're quite close to launching it, we've kind of like met up with people that have similar interests and we are actually are buying Gallo, the record label. Wow. <clears throat> the entire catalog. Um, That's incredible. And like how the conversation is about that, it is even beyond... Um, a business move.
1: Yeah,
0: it's like we are buying the land,
1: yeah,
0: and we want to come and re-di- re-di- distribute it back to the people. Yeah, you know, because when you buy a company like Galo, the contracts that are there already, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the artists have signed these contracts and they are not so good. Mm. That's the first thing we want to look into, how we can change the change contract, the yeah. existing ones, so that they are quite fair with the artist, whether it's like a 50-50 thing mm-hmm. moving forward, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's where the conversation starts. Mm. So, Gong Box is an enabler in that space where just besides we us um, pioneering in hosting African content and music, we are now getting into a space where we also want to kinda of like get the rights of the music
1: hmm.
0: back. This is huge. You know, um Yeah, yeah I hope I don't get into trouble. <laughs>
1: but, but I feel but like you know you know, I feel like what I love about this is that and I'm not just saying it is that if it was somebody else doing it, I would it would kind of feel like a thing of self, but I know that your heart has always been around you, I'm gonna take people with me. Right. I'm gonna empower and enable other people, you know? Because you don't actually have to be doing any it's, of that.
0: It is such a, a blessing yeah. uh, on the highest level yeah. actually that um, we were in this space mm-hmm. where this opportunity came because mm-hmm. starting Gongbox was about that. Gongbox is um, a platform that doesn't require you to be signed to a big mm-hmm. company. Uh, to an to an extent, in my label, I've let all the artists go mm-hmm. um, so that they can start their own labels. Mm-hmm. All we want from Kongbox is... Just bring your master we don't mm. care where you come from, you know where with all the platforms, even I myself as established as I am mm. i can't go straight to you to uh, Apple music mm. and say, "Hey, I have my own label that's crazy it doesn't work like that, so you no, kind of I mean. like have need to have like a a bigger brother mm. so like sign to Universal mm. first, then we can have your music. Mm. Or find someone else, like the smaller distributors outside South Africa. But that's how it works. Mm. You have to sign with them to be able to. Mm. And we want that direct relationship um, um, and business. If you're an artist, you're saying, I'm an artist, I have an album. You just bring it. Yeah. You know, and we want to do it across the continent basically.
1: I think that's incredible. I, I you know, I think I, I just want to also backtrack just a little bit. Um, I There was a story that I used to hear like in the days of WifeM, and I didn't know if it was true or if everybody was just kind of like saying it to say yeah, it. Yeah. But the story was around how Brahim Asikela would own, you were the only person in the continent that was allowed to officially remix him. But Brahim Asikela was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, he can remix it, you know? <laughs> and it was such a, I, I don't know if that story is true or not.
0: I, I was never told, but, <laughs> but thinking, thinking about it, there's, no, there's, there's no, there hasn't been yeah. any human, official human second yeah. remix. Yeah, you know, and that that was my first single. Yeah, you know, that was me. Yeah. That's how I started. Yeah, you know, um, it was very special, gentlemen. So,
1: so for me, I guess, um, I guess, for me, I think the reason also why I brought that up was to kind of uh, ask, you know. With Brahima Sekela and all of them, when they were doing music, there was also like a whole movement around it. Yeah. And I feel as though what you're doing now with the different platforms, you know, and now with Music is King and so forth, is that you're rebranding the continent. You're rebranding what it means to be an African musician, an African DJ, an African producer, you know, and it's because I, when I look at what's going on in terms of music, music is what is giving Africa a different face. Yeah. So for projects like Music is King, how does that translate? Because now you have a global audience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you've got the continent on lock, yeah. but now you've got a global audience as well on lock. Yeah. How does a project like Music is King, how does that... Um,
0: the Music is King vision is actually just bigger than music. Mm. Um, myself, Nelson Makamo, mm. and Latuma. We are working on opening a school, Mm. um, an institution for fashion, art, and music Mm. called FAM. And um, so when we did Music is King last year, I wanted to incorporate what we are trying to do with Mm. FAM. How it started uh, when I was planning the show, I wanted to have Virgil Abloh, Mm. who's a designer to... um, because the DJs to come and be part of the show. Mm. I wanted to have Swiss Beats, who's the producer. Mm. Uh, I wanted to have Alec Monopoly, who's an artist. And what we wanted to do was to do workshops on a Friday, Mm. have a virtual hablo sitting with La Duma. Oh, wow. Talking fashion to people that are interested in fashion. Having Alec Monopoly and Nelson Magamo talking art, mm. having myself and uh, Sisbes talking music, mm. um, that was the plan, and it got through all through off a bit when Virtual couldn't make it, and then we had to kind of like improvise, and we still had Alec Monopoly coming. Um, he was painting live on stage while mm. there was performances, mm-hmm. and. We even had them painting Tanu dress while mm. she was singing on stage with Nelson Makamo. Mm. And we had Rich Mnissi, uh dressing all the artists, with local designers. But that, for me, that's the bigger picture, where mm. it's beyond music, it's also conversation. Mm. And um, it's not a one-day thing, it's bigger.
1: yeah.
0: So where we can really start creating opportunities for all these three creatives mm. that we are working with, mm. You know, because we we are working on the school, and it's something that we want to. do. Yeah. So we want it to fit into the same picture mm. where we know we have an annual event, and every year we can bring a, like a guest designer mm. who understand our vision, who understand that we we are building this thing, and it's, we're building it for mm. for African people. Yeah. You know, that's another thing about firm. Firm is. LaTuma went to study in London.
1: Yeah.
0: And um we all grew up knowing like even in music uh, people in my in my times when I was studying music they talked about Berkeley mm. Being that
1: that place it's prestigious yeah. place for
0: music. Yeah. And um we, that's what we want to change. Yeah. We want the best art school, the best the best music school. Mm. We are best in music. Mm. We are best in art. Mm. We are best in fashion as Africans. We've always been. Mm. And so why don't we have the best of all these things on the continent? Mm. And that's where it starts. So we we want the younger generation to grow up knowing Mm. that if I want to be the best in music or fashion or art, That's where I want to go. I
1: love this, yeah.
0: You know, we want the world to come all the way here, Mm. you know, because the curriculum is not going to teach them about Versace. Mm. You know, we need to find our own history. We need to start digging who were our first celebrated artists were, Mm. our own musicians were. So, our curriculum is based on our own history mm. and and our own roots mm. in all these three different um, faculties, mm. and that's the plan to create something that is for Africans. Sure. Yeah.
1: That's. I mean, I feel like I can just drop mic there because <laughs> <laughs> I just love everything about, like your, you know, when I speak to you, even more and more, it's just like your life's purpose is so clear. It's like crystal clear, and it's very. It's not very often the people. It's like clear that this okay, is what it is, you, you know.
0: Thank you. Like we, yeah. we 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 pray and hope, you know, like yeah. there's so much that we wanna do mm. and sometimes we can't do do it alone, but we're not the generation, like the three of us mm. that is gonna wait for nobody. Yeah. You know, like I have a show on Saturday, last minute, eighty percent of the sponsorship pulled out. You know, and we can't stop. Yeah. You know, the show must go mm. on. And we are that generation that you know, even if you say no, we're going to push. We want to make mm. it happen because mm. we understand the purpose mm. and we understand the, the power that we've been given. Mm. You know, and there's so many younger people that are looking up, mm. uh, like hoping for inspiration, hoping for help. Mm. There's so many kids who come to me and say, Why don't you open your own school? Mm. Your DJ school, you know, how do I start? Where do I begin? Same goes for Nelson, same goes mm-hmm. for, for Ladum,, Laduma, yeah. And we are all so driven. I mean, the three of us uh, got a building in town. And since I've been traveling, we did everything. And Laddum, I said, no, I'm going to move in first. And because I need, I think I went like a month later, his entire factory was running.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sure.
0: Like for real. Like Wow. There's like 30 people employed, sure. like making yeah. stuff already. You know, and I, I thought I was the one who's like so Pushing, driven amongst, yeah. you know, that's how we are. And I walked upstairs. Nelson has created like an art gallery in the mm-hmm. building, you know, of all his works. You know, his, his uh, studio is so busy. His, everyone is like so ready, mm. you know, and this is the energy we need to pass on to the to young people. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so for Music is King Um, this coming weekend. Like, just give us a sneak. Pe- I mean, the whole idea is for people to get there, but give us a sneak peek of what. Um, because your mind is creative, so I'm very uh, curious. Like, <laughs> uh, look, we
0: what we're trying to do is, we we want people to come and just enjoy. Yeah, you know, um, if you, I mean, look at the lineup. It's always going to be like this. Where it's not really. South Africans opening up for an international artist mm. and we've told this to the artists this mm. is your show mm. right? everyone bring in your best set mm. you know we have a guest there's one guy from outside who's our mm. guest and every year that's how it's going to be we bring our best we get a guest to come on board we bring our guests because we need to start creating these platforms mm. as also as artists mm. for ourselves you know Because anything else we don't create ourselves, there's always a price tag, even though we don't see it.
1: There's always a. There's mm -hmm. always an.
0: Even with the school with with um, firm already, there's people interested saying we like the idea. Mm. Why don't you come? We underwrite it, and then we can. (laughs) And I'm like, that's amazing, Mm. you know. Uh, But (laughs) there's a narrative here how do we then communicate that moving forward Mm. now if we we are we there's a big picture of us on a Mm. billboard next to this big english name you know how do we continue saying we are building this Mm. for ourselves when someone just signed a check Mm. you know so it's beyond just you giving us the money it's we want it. We want the world to see this thing mm. being built. Mm. We're actually going to document that. We want to raise funds. We want to like travel the world. We're going to do like auctions, and we want we're going to literally record everything that we do to raise money. And even if someone came and said, "How much do you want?" Here it is. We don't want that. Mm. We want to build this thing, you know, ground up, so that it can inspire. We want to sell T-shirts. We want even the young kids mm. to know that they contributed to. Th- are school, it, yeah, you know. Um, so there's a lot that w- we need to do, mm. but it's just how, mm. you know. So music is king. Is there for that? Like this is our platform. Mm. We have a guest, and you know, we we don't have like this. Mm. Don't go that side. It's the international artist side. Stay on. And this.
1: we remember those stories, <laughs> even when people's music would be like turned down, yeah, like yeah, the we'll, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: The don't don't
0: walk there. <laughs> When you perform stay in this corner of yeah. the stage. Yeah. You know, this is a show for, for all of us. And we got South Africa's mm-hmm. best artists yeah. basically. Yeah. And everyone who's on the lineup is is like as hard as hard working. Yeah. They've had great careers, you yeah. know, and they're there to showcase their their art. Yeah.
1: Black Coffee, has been awesome spending time with you. Um, I, I There were so many other things I could have asked. But, you know, I, I also heard about how you used to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and then at 4.30 in the afternoon you were milking cows. Yeah, God bless your heart for every day. God bless <laughs> your heart for that. <laughs> twice a day. Twice was I'm not, I was not there for that. I was like, listen. I'm like, even in Uganda, I was telling my grandmother, I was like, I love you, but it's not happening, no, you know? But it,
0: it did, man. But,
1: but I think that what is so evident is that just that work ethic. Because I know, I mean, I heard... Uh, A point where you said that this shouldn't be you Like you know a person who came from where you came from But in retrospect that hard work Ethic even now from what I understand You just come from Dubai then Miami Then this then you know you're in and out Your hard work speaks for itself your gift makes room for you and more than anything else, I feel like legacy is when you drop things into other people's lives and you, conti- you always have done that and you continue to do that. So I'm just ex- so excited to see thank all you. the other awesome things that keep thank coming you, thank your way. You,
0: thank you very much. Thank you. Thank I'm going to come back. There's so much more to talk about. No, definitely. In a different space now definitely so
1: much i really look forward to it thanks thank you so much head to lifepodcasts.fm to find out more on the positive changes people are making on the continent in africa state of mind subscribe to this podcast
0: at lifepodcasts.fm or on your
1: favorite podcast app subscribing to a live podcast is free